welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 34, titled, The Holy Spirit Convicts of Righteousness and Judgment. Before we begin, I want to strongly encourage each of you to spend some time reading Acts chapter 2 all the way through. A blessing, I'm sure, awaits you. Now to continue where we left off last time in John chapter 16, verses 8 to 11, in speaking of the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. We studied that last time. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer and about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of righteousness because Jesus Christ has gone to the Father. Reading from Acts 2, 32 and 33. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. The Holy Spirit convicts, that is, to convince of error or sinfulness, the world of Christ's righteousness, attested by his going to the Father. The coming of the Spirit is in itself a proof that Christ has gone to the Father, and the Holy Spirit, as a result, opens our eyes to see that Jesus Christ whom the world condemned alongside two criminals was indeed the righteous one. If the Lord wills, we can talk more about how the Holy Spirit bears witness to Jesus Christ next time. So the Father sets the stamp of his approval, if you will, upon his character and claims by raising him from the dead and exalting him to his own right hand and giving him a name that is above every name. The world at large today claims to believe in the righteousness of Christ, but it does not really believe in the righteousness of Christ. It has no adequate conception of the righteousness of Christ. The righteousness which the world attributes to Christ is not the righteousness which God attributes to him, but a poor human righteousness, perhaps a little better than our own. The world loves to put the names of renowned men that it considers good alongside the name of Jesus Christ. But when the Spirit of God comes to a man, he convinces him of the righteousness of Christ. He opens his eyes to see Jesus Christ standing absolutely alone, not only far above all men, but far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. The Holy Spirit also convicts the world of judgment. In John 16:11 we read, And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. The ground upon which the Holy Spirit convinces men of judgment is upon the fact that the prince of this world has been judged. When Jesus Christ was nailed to the cross, it seemed as if he were judged there. But in reality, it was the prince of this world who was judged at the cross, and by raising Jesus Christ from the dead, 
the Father made it plain to all coming ages that the cross was not the judgment of Christ, but the judgment of the Prince of Darkness. The Holy Spirit opens our eyes to see this fact and so convinces us of judgment. There is a great need today that the world be convinced of judgment. Judgment is a doctrine that has fallen into the background and has pretty much sunken out of sight. It is not popular in these last days to speak about judgment or retribution or hell. One who emphasizes judgment and future retribution is thought of to be archaic with a doom and gloom, fire and brimstone message. But those who think such thoughts have no fear of the Lord. But when the Holy Spirit opens the eyes of men, they believe in judgment. In the early days of my Christian experience, I wrestled again and again with what the Bible taught about the eternal penalties of persistent sin. Time and again, I would back away from the stern teachings of Jesus Christ and the apostles concerning this matter. But one night, I was waiting upon the Lord after a prayer that I might know the Holy Spirit in a fuller manifestation of his presence and his power, God gave me what I sought a few nights later. And with this larger experience of the Holy Spirit's presence and power, there came such a revelation of the glory, the infinite glory of Jesus Christ, that I had no longer any difficulties with what the Bible said about the stern and endless judgment that would be visited upon those who persistently rejected the glorious Son of God. So from that day on, the Holy Spirit has convinced me of judgment. It is my prayer that he will convince some of you too. Proverbs 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding.